Hello, FPL managers. Welcome to the FPL Optimized Podcast. This is episode number 76. And after a special Q&A session last week, we are back now with a regular episode to prepare for game week 22 and beyond. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sirtop, the data scientist. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old eye test. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. Sirtop, I hope you're well. And uh, yeah, what was going on yesterday with many FPL managers sharing a chart from your FPL optimized website via X? That was a nice surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a nice surprise. I was just sleeping during those hours, but then I woke up to like lots of notifications um, yeah. and people were sharing these graphs. I will talk about them in a second, but I think the reason was uh, Press, uh, it's Press FPL, uh, shared the graph, uh, like his team's graph on, on X and people right. just wanted to check theirs and they started sharing theirs. Um, yeah. So it kind of like snowballed. Um, like this is something I regularly check actually for my team, uh, but then it was a nice surprise to see that you know lots of people were checking it. Um, yeah, and uh, even today I saw still some people posting it, and I think yeah, also some yeah. people that was quite funny. They were saying, "I'm not sure what it means, but everyone else is posting it, so I'm posting it as well." <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> so maybe it's good if you take a minute to explain what it means. Yes, let me explain. So. Um, first of all, I should give credit to FBI Review for the uh, projection data. That's the projection data we are using to uh, graph the yellow line you see on these charts. Um, so essentially what we are trying to plot in these uh, like graphs is essentially how your season is going from both perspectives. And the first one is how is your decision making compared to a good set of managers that I call prime. And what's the outcome? Um, so yellow line, as I mentioned, representing the projections. So this group of managers uh, consists of thousand um, most successful FPL managers by historical finishes compiled by yeah. FPL research. So you're kind of racing against them and their season average will converge around 40,000. That's what happened last season and the season before that. And that's what I'm also expecting what will happen this season. If you're above zero line, it means that your projected finish will be higher than 40K, essentially. Okay, all right. So then the yellow line essentially shows how many points difference between you and this group of managers. So if you are positive, it means that your decision-making were better in terms of this projection model. So I'm using FBI review and that's what's showing here that my yeah. decision-making based on that projection model was better than the group average. And okay. in my case, it is like significantly higher because that's what I'm using for my own decision-making. But in your case, like you make some decisions or like most of the time you're not using any projection model at all. So, no. and by, model's measurement, your performance is um, below the, the average of this group. But again, this is a very yeah. strong group, so it's not a big problem if you are um, below them. Um, yeah. And then the blue line shows, the, shows what happened, actually. And you can easily see when you get a little bit unlucky, like despite right. having you know good decisions, 
and sometimes you get really unlucky you get lucky uh, and like my graph shows roughly i'm around the, the expectation so yeah. i'm slightly below but um it is around but in your case yeah. your decision making was a little bit worse than this average but then mm-hmm. you were really unlucky like most of your season is defined by how unlucky you were okay for example so yeah well, i was telling you like you are making good decisions but yeah you're unlucky uh, I, I shouldn't blame myself i'm just unlucky <laughs> maybe a yeah. little bit but yes most of most of it is <laughs> like yeah all right but that was fun it was really nice to see all those people uh tweeting it so uh yeah, yeah thanks everyone and thanks pras also for giving some attention to mm-hmm. to this uh, chart yeah thank you so much all right, cool. So um, yeah, we will talk a lot about the future game weeks as usual. But before mm-hmm. that, let's quickly review how the long, <laughs> it was really long. a long one, the long game week 21 went for us. Uh, so sort of, let's take a look at our scores. Yeah, it was a little bit annoying. I mean, I was glad yeah. that I was on green arrow when the first week finished. So that like, while I was waiting, I was on a green mm-hmm. arrow. But when we came to the end of the game week, I finished with a you know, small red arrow. Okay. So it was like watching a really long movie. And at the end, you're <laughs> yeah. disappointed. And then you're like, why did I watch this in the first place? Um, so yeah, I got a red arrow. Um, it, the, the captaincy choice was not... Uh, like I, I, I feel like Saka was still uh, you know one of the best captains. Like It was between yeah. Saka and Palmer. We talked about it. So yeah. uh, it was an unlucky outcome on my part. And yeah, yeah and Ederson got, got injured. Um, oh yeah, indeed. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, some of the some of the players that I was hoping to make a difference, some of my differentials or like mm-hmm. low owned players, um, didn't return anything. And then yeah. um, the some of the popular players that I don't have, they managed to get points. It's not a big, you know, a loss. I mean, I went from twenty one k to twenty three k, but. Oh, okay. What yeah. hurt more is the fact that you beat me again in the head-to-head this week. Yeah. Yeah, you can see my big smile. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm having a bad season, uh, being unlucky, I, I still managed to stay quite close here in the head-to-head uh, competition. So that, that that's nice. Uh, I try to uh, yeah try to stay close. Maybe even win it. Let's see. It's now eleven ten. <laughs> So yeah, my score was 66. Uh, probably the main difference between us was the captaincy choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just look at the points total. I captained Palmer, so that was nice. 10 points times two. Um, so I had a game week rank of 1.2 million and a nice green arrow. Even though I did have higher hopes towards the end because the, the, the game week was going quite well and I had a few players left. But then uh, Sufal got a red card, so that was a minus two. Yeah. And then I also had Jao Pedro not doing much, only two points for him. So yeah, the last, yeah. Or let's say the end of the game week, it wasn't as good as hoped for. But mm-hmm. in general, I cannot complain too much. Uh, yeah, the Palmer captaincy worked. Um, the double up in the Arsenal defense, especially, of course, with Gabriel. And then also Zinchenko. Uh, and my two Spurs players, Poro and Richarlison, also contributing. So that was quite nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, 11-10 in the head-to-head uh, competition. It could be, uh, <laughs> so could be even next week. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. 
All right, so we'll switch focus to the upcoming game weeks. And we are entering an important period now with blanks and doubles getting confirmed. So planning will be more important than ever. Uh, Sir Top, let's start by taking a look at the fixture ticker. Um, and as always, we have it here split by offensive and defensive ratings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at the top, we have Manchester City. Uh, obviously, they have a double in game week 25. Um, okay. And then yep. it's very visible. Like their average for this game, for that week, is like defense average is 7.1 and then offense point average is 8.9, which is very significant. Yep. But they also have good fixtures through the horizon. They are playing against Burnley this game week at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. 5.5 defense average, which means that there's a high chance of uh, keeping a clean sheet. Well, it's Manchester City, so you never know. But yeah. uh, <laughs> And then offense yeah. uh, point average is 6.5. 6 yeah. Um, and yeah, in this horizon, they also play against Everton in game week 24. And then yeah, Bournemouth in game week 26. So very favorable fixtures. Yeah, um, yeah. In the second rank, we have Arsenal. They are playing against Nottingham Forest at away. Um, so the ticker shows that it is defensively a good fixture, uh, 4.6 point average for that game. Mm -hmm. um, but again, in this horizon, they also have Burnley in game week 25 and then Sheffield United in game week 27. Both games are uh, favorable. At the third rank, we have Brighton. Uh, they right. have Luton and uh, Luton Town uh, this week, yeah. and then a Crystal Palace game in game week twenty three, which are favorable defensively. Um, okay. Aston Villa at fourth place, and then we have Newcastle at fifth place. Their well, their fixture this week is not that interesting. They are playing against Aston Villa uh, away, mm -hmm. but their yeah. their game week twenty three fixture is nice. They are playing against Luton Town at home. And point average yeah. for that game is good. 5.1 defensive and 5.2 offensive. Then we have Liverpool. And mm -hmm. the reason why Liverpool is here because game week 26 is a blank for them. Yeah. Um, so it drops the average quite significantly. Um, I think there's also a chance of getting a double for them for game week 25, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So yeah, most of correct. the time models... Um, like include that possibility. That's why, like in this chart, if you are watching, you can see that their uh, game week twenty five offense point average is six point one, even though there's only Brentford fixture. But that includes the possibility of getting a double that game week. So it's not only that game, but also the possibility. Yeah. Um, and then we have Man Manchester United uh, seventh place, and then Tottenham, Fulham, and Crystal Palace. Um, they have good fixtures too, but um not as favorable as the top top uh, six teams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I mentioned, it's a busy period coming up, so planning will be important. And I think the thing that indeed complicates it a little bit now is, of course, the blanks. Um, yeah, we really need to pay attention. Game week 26, there will be probably a few teams with, with blanks, as we're showing here, Liverpool. Um, and the interesting thing is indeed that the, the week before they, they might have a double. So yeah, we will probably will be trying to have three Liverpool players for game week 25, but then the week after they blank. So, uh, yeah, it will be interesting. Probably some, uh, chips will be played in this period. Yeah. But I think in general, the advice is if you can avoid it, uh, it's better to save it for later. 
uh, except for the triple captain, which I think will be a popular option in game week 25, something we discussed last week, right? Yes, I think so, yeah. yeah. We will talk about it when the time gets closer, but yeah. Yeah, it... yeah. Yeah, and some other things. Yeah, Man City, great fixtures. Still a bit difficult, of course, uh, to know which of the key players will be available. Haaland is back in training, but not sure yet when uh, he will start again. Yeah, uh, I think difficult to to um, yeah to to have an expectation around that. Uh, KDB was back for thirty minutes last week, but will he start? Also, still a doubt. But yeah, it kind of influences your decision making, right? Because I have now Haaland still in my team. I have Foden. I was thinking maybe to get Walker, but then I have three City, so oh. it won't possible. It won't be possible to get KDB if I would mm-hmm. want to. So that's a decision. Like, do I go for Walker or do I want to stay flexible? It's probably something that more people are considering. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention, Villa, right? They are fourth here in the fixture ticker. While quite some people are talking about selling Watkins because uh, he blanked for a few game weeks. Mm-hmm. But if you look at their fixtures, like, you know, they will have Sheffield, uh, Fulham, Nottingham, Luton. They have some really good fixtures coming up. So I think with that in mind, it could be uh, maybe wise uh, to keep Watkins. Yeah. yeah. And the same could be said for Newcastle. Uh, they had, you know, they, they had a tough run, but now they will start again some good fixtures with Luton, Nottingham, Bournemouth. So uh, also there, you could, you could consider to keep your assets like, like Gordon, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, lots we can say about this chart. Okay, cool. So these are the top teams. Let's now look at the bottom teams. Uh, we have Luton Town, uh, like at the bottom. Uh, they yeah. have, they are playing against Brighton uh, this game week, but they have a Newcastle game in game week twenty three, and they also blank in twenty six. So um, not favorable, obviously. Uh, then we have Sheffield United, and then Burnley, and Nottingham Forest. Um, so all of these, all these three teams, they have like challenging fixtures this game week. Um, Sheffield yeah. is playing against Crystal Palace. Def- offensively, it's a very unfavorable fixture. Burnley against Manchester City. Um, like their defense average is one point nine, uh, pretty huh. significant. And then Nottingham huh. Forest is playing against Arsenal at home, but still offensively, it's a tough fixture. Um, then we have Chelsea. Uh, they are playing against Liverpool. Uh, away and then all, they also blank in game week 26 so yeah. not very favorable again um, no. West Ham and then we have Brentford, Everton Bournemouth and Wolves um, yeah. so these fixtures are like average uh, in quality um, not the worst yeah. fixtures to play against like if you have players from these teams but yeah, yeah. so you need to check the individual projections probably um, yeah. yeah that's it Oh, good point. And uh, yeah, a few good teams which now are here visible on the chart, uh, meaning that they have tough fixtures uh, like Chelsea. Yeah. Um, so it could be a consideration maybe to sell your Chelsea assets also because they have a blank in game week 26. I guess a lot of us have Palmer. Um, for me, he's a keeper because he's, uh, you know, he's doing well. He's, he's cheap. And uh, yeah, it's always possible that they get a penalty. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I'll keep Palmer. 
And for the rest, yeah, West Ham was interesting because uh, Kudus will come back from the uh, yes. the Afcon. I think yeah, his uh, his team is out of the cup, so uh, he will come back. But looking at the fixtures, doesn't look too appealing. So probably I won't go there. <laughs> at some point I will have him, but uh, probably not yet. Yeah, I and saw Brandford, that. And I, I was hoping that you will you will buy him <laughs> finally. I was thinking about it, but now looking at the fixtures, I'm like, hmm, maybe I should wait. Yeah, yeah and Brentford, yeah, we talked about it last week, uh, the return of Tony, he scored a goal, yes. but looking now at the fixtures, it doesn't look too appealing. Uh, so I'll, I'll stay away. But, yeah. Even uh, though they have a double, I mean, it's the worst they do have you a can double. imagine. Yeah, it's like they, they do have a double. And, and the Manchester City. Yeah, very tough double, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we look now at the fixture tickers. The next one uh, which we will look at is the EV charts. So we will look at it on player level, the ones that increased and dropped in expected value. Yeah, sure. So one note that uh, not all models are updated yet. Uh, some models update very frequently, almost daily, but some of them update towards deadline. So we are using mm -hmm. only a subset of these models uh, yeah, with okay. a custom weight. And most of these changes are fueled by either injuries or um, yeah. well, expected minute changes based on the cup results. Yeah. Um, so at the top, we have Robertson uh, of Liverpool. His EV increased around 7.9 over uh, six game week horizon, um, okay. especially quite high this game week, 3.5. So he's back. Well, models wow. uh, think he will play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and he's also a player that I am considering to buy to my okay. team. Uh, mm -hmm. We have Bowen in the second place uh, of West Ham, 3.5 EV increase for this week. Um, again, he's also back. And then we have Waran of Manchester United. Um, his EV increase across the horizon, not only this week, but especially game week 23, there's a 1.4 uh, increase. And in the fourth place, we have Romero, whose EV increase around mm -hmm. 2.87. Yep. Uh, and then Lamptey at fifth place, his EV increase around 4.75 uh, across the horizon. And then we have Kudus. Hey, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's coming back. His EV increase for this game week at around 2.9. So yeah, uh, significant increase there. Yeah. And we have Wilson at seventh place. And then okay. Jota, eighth. Alvarez at ninth place. And then yeah. Darwin. So, well, obviously the increase in Liverpool players are um, due to Salah's injury and also the fact that Egypt yeah. is moving to the next round. So, yeah, uh, yeah. any any comments? Not really. I just I didn't realize that Robertson is back. So that's definitely something so. to keep an eye on. That will be uh, that could be an interesting option, especially with the fixtures uh, coming up for Liverpool as we covered. Uh, with the potential double in game week 25, Robertson could be an interesting option there. Yeah, I yeah and the same about... for... Uh... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. <laughs> no, I just want to say, uh, talking about Liverpool, uh, the same goes for uh, Jota and Darwin, right? They had a good performance uh, against Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah. So everyone, anyone who had them in, in, in their team uh, did, did quite well in the previous game week. So, yeah, congratulations. Uh, and yeah, definitely still a consideration based on the favorable fixtures. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that I was thinking about Robertson because of the 
a potential transfer of Trippia to uh, like Bayern Munich or maybe another team because it seemed like Newcastle is keen to sell him or maybe like yeah that was a surprise news right but now uh, I think the latest was that the Bayern deal is not happening okay but are they still so, kind of interested selling him I don't know maybe? I don't know uh, we'll see yeah no. okay so. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, these are the players that went up in EV. Now let's take a look at the ones that dropped. Mm -hmm. We have Johnstone of Crystal Palace in the first place. He lost around 12.13 EV. Very, very yeah. significant. Like, uh, like oh, more than double of the second player in this chart. Yeah, uh, it seems he, uh, place, he right? lost his place, right? Because before he was injured, but now he's back, but he was on the bench. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's, you know, final... We see some teams where goalkeepers uh, take turns, right? A bit like mm -hmm. what we see at Brighton. Uh, so let's keep an eye on that. But for the moment, it seems that he's on the bench. Yeah. yeah. And then in second place, we have Salah, who is yeah. injured in African mm -hmm. Cup of Nations. And his EV yeah. de decreased around 6.06. .06. And it is interesting because his EV dropped this for this game week because there was a possibility of him coming back. Uh, like oh, okay. he gets eliminated, but that yeah. chance is gone. Uh, yeah. But the the real EV loss is seen around game week twenty four, where he lost two EV, um, suggesting that his well, based on the reports that his injury might be worse than initially thought. Right. Yeah. Um, so and game week twenty four, I think, was the game week that models were kind of expecting uh, him, him to, to be, be back. back. Yeah. Yeah. And then it got a huge impact on that. And then we got have. It. Archer in the third place. Um, his EV is impacted mainly in game week 24. Lost EV around one. Um, and then we have Mubama at fourth place of West Ham. And then Trippia, whose EV decreased around 3.26. Okay. Um, not so sure. I mean, we talked about the potential transfer, sure. But yeah, his EV decreased around 0 0.8 for game week 23. Not this game week. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we have Kufal at sixth yeah. place. Uh, he got a red card, right? Yeah, he got a red card. So he suspended. Yeah. So yeah, his EV drop is only for this game week. That's that should be yeah. why. And then we have Holland at seventh place. Uh, well, okay. well, there are reports that you know he's back in training yeah. on the first team, but yeah. then there's a big question about whether he will get enough minutes for this game week. Right. So his EV dropped naturally. Yeah. We have Tissimikas at 8th place uh, due to the fact that Robertson is back. And then Akanji at ninth place. And finally Sterling at 10th place. Uh, but okay. yeah, Sterling is here because of the, the blank in gaming 26, not, not because oh, of anything right. else. Yeah, got it. Okay, yeah, interesting. Not much to add here. Uh, a bit unusual to see Salah here. Uh, it's, uh, it <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen often that he that he's injured. Uh, actually, I can't remember that he was ever injured. He's always playing, but uh, yeah, he has an issue now. So let's see uh, what what the news will be on that one. Yeah. Okay, cool. So after looking at all of this, let's now look at the optimal team. Certainly. So, um, well, let's say it's optimal wildcard twenty one, but that's not correct. It's game uh, wildcard twenty two. Uh, oh, so okay, the yeah. team value I'm using is again the same 101.3. Yeah. Um, probably team value, average team value increased a little bit, but I keep the same value just to see how the okay. team changes. 
And right. FBI reviews date like model is the only model that's fully updated. I think with the latest news, so I use that one. Uh, the optimal team we have Raya in the goal, and the second goalkeeper is Flacken. Um, okay. And yep. then in defense we have Robertson, Walter, okay. Pedro Porro. In midfield we have Saka, Eze, Foden, Richarlison. And in mm -hmm. the forward we have Watkins, Solanke, and Darwin. And on okay. the bench we have Garnacho, Richards, and Byrne. Um, so there are some scheduled transfers. For example, Pedro Porro becomes Alexander Arnold's, which ah. becomes Gabriel towards the end of the horizon. And then Watkins becomes Holland after three game weeks. Um, and then okay. Watkins comes back <laughs> because we sell Darwin. For Watkins. Ah. So it's a little bit interesting. So you sell Watkins, get Holland, and then the next yeah. game week you get Watkins back. Um, I was also checking why model doesn't start with Holland from the get go, but obviously, uh, like the pro projected minutes for the next three game weeks for Holland is not that high, but the model no. makes sure that he's back by like for the double game week, and then the triple city for the double is Walker, Foden. Holland. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now oh, that's interesting because we talked about it earlier about that I was considering to go for Walker, but yeah. that would block me uh, of getting KDB maybe later. But that's true. Yeah. Maybe, uh, it could be a good option still, I think. Walker mm -hmm. in defense. Yeah. I mean, models always rate City defense a little bit higher because of the right. keeping a clean, clean sheet. Yeah. You know, chance of keeping a clean sheet, I should say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there are some interesting captaincy choices here I want to mention. So this game week, for example, model captains Richardson. Well, yeah, I saw that. Highest. Yeah, I'm surprised. Okay, <laughs> same. So and then game week twenty three, it captains Watkins. Oh, I should also mention that like for a little bit interesting, but like we are going for the average case scenario. That's why Richardson is a little bit higher. But if there is yeah. a player that you think will play. Like more minutes, like for example, if you think that Holland will get more minutes this game week, he can easily be um, ahead of Richardson. So it's a little bit based on you know what you think who will play this game. Yeah, week. sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. We will talk about captains in a second, but we have Watkins captain in game week twenty three against Sheffield, okay. and then we yeah. have Darwin captain against Burnley in game week twenty four, and then mm -hmm. in game week twenty five it is Holland whose EV is ah. at eleven point seven. Um, despite having a 73 expected minute, so it should be higher than 12, you know, when we get closer to that game week. And right. there's a good chance that he will be an optimal triple captain uh, chip candidate. Yeah. And then, yeah, Holland stays as the, the optimal captain for the rest of the horizon. But yeah, so many interesting names that you usually don't captain. So it is interesting. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thanks for covering this. And sure. yeah, while you're talking about captaincy, let's let's look at the other candidates then for game week 22. So it's a little bit interesting because even though Richarlison is the highest player in FPR Reviews model now, um, most other models have a City player in the first place. Ah. For example, like Drefan has Foden, Fantasy yeah. Wolfix has Alvarez, Scott has De Bruyne, and then FPR team has Ake. Uh, but if you take the yeah. average of all of these projections and equal weight average, we get yeah. Foden as the best option. Um, okay. He's playing against Burnley, 5.73, his EV average. And then we have Alvarez in the second place with 5.48. Right. Um, yeah. 
So it's interesting, but then we have Saka against Nottingham Forest with 5.47. So there's only 0.01 EV between Alvarez and Saka here. Yeah. Yeah. And then Watkins, 5.12. And then Richarlison, okay. 5.08. Okay. It's interesting. I mean, you don't often see this much of a variation between models, but yeah, no, indeed. I mentioned, yeah. So it should be a good game week again with people going for different captains, probably. So that's always interesting. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's also good because I have four out of the five players. So I should have a good game week, I hope. <laughs> if you can captain all of them. <laughs> well, even if I don't, they, they should be scoring good, good points. And that's, yeah. that's, I think, uh, what I can also tell from this chart. Um, yeah, and as we already discussed, right? If Haaland starts, then of course I think uh, probably Alvarez will will drop an EV. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we cannot uh, <laughs> we cannot be sure. We're not Pep. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay. So do you know already what you will do? Uh, any any transfers or who 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 will be your captain? Uh, I will cap. Hmm. It's tough. I mean, Richarlison is higher in uh, release model. There's a like twelve point five percent difference between Richarlison and Saka, so it might be Richarlison. Uh, okay. I, well. I usually use review or a mix of review and Mikael yeah. Toplam. So I will I will check closer to that line. There's when it's really disclosed. I also have a look at the ownership or like you know what the, okay, yeah. what the field right. is saying, but I don't know if yeah. it will dictate my decision. Okay. Yeah, Richarlison is the candidate for me, but yeah, I don't okay. have Foden. Alvarez might be ah, a consideration. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And any transfers? Any transfers? So I'm not sure about the latest status about Ederson and also yeah. Trippi is also another one. One of the two might go, but yeah, I have two free transfers. I will use one of them. Oh, okay. And I am planning to get Holland in game week 23. So I'm okay. in no rush to get him back this game week because no. I'm not sure about his minutes, but next yeah. game week probably. Makes um, sense. Yeah, and anyway, I think uh, you're probably waiting till after the weekend to, to see what happens uh, in all the FA Cup games. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. How about you? Who are you, Captain? Um, so, yeah, I currently have it on Foden. So I'd probably keep it there unless it looks likely that Haaland will start. Then maybe I move it to Haaland. But even if he starts, he probably won't play the full match. So Foden could still be the safest option. Um, yeah, let's see. And for the rest, yeah, I currently have one transfer, so I'll try to save it. Uh, so because I think having two transfers for next week will be good to navigate all the upcoming doubles and blanks. Um, I think it's you know valuable now to wait, to have some extra time, especially with all the FA Cup games. It will be good to see what happens there, to, to see some of the results, as that will also give us a better picture of uh, how the upcoming game weeks will, will look like. Yeah. And um, yeah, my main headache this week will be whether I start Palmer or not, because uh, Chelsea go to Liverpool. So I think that's a tough game. But Palmer is in really good form. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's always possible that they get a penalty. So I need to choose between Palmer and Gordon. I had okay. Gordon on the bench uh, last week. And then, 
yeah, he, he again uh, had some points. So it will be a difficult one. I think Newcastle, you know, they're going uh, to to Villa, and I think they can they can be dangerous there with with some you know with with a kind of counter attack play and and with the speed of Gordon as well. So I'll probably go for Gordon, bench Palmer, captain yeah, Foden. I will and, bench Palmer uh, probably. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sarah, okay, cool. But yeah, we still have a few days. Uh, next deadline is on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's see what will happen uh, during the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, for today, yeah, we covered a lot. Uh, we'll still take a look at the mini league. And is there anything else you wanted to cover, Sir? Yeah. Before that, I think next week we will have we will talk more about the fixtures because then we will know more about doubles and blanks yeah. and whatnot. So we will talk about yeah. chip strategy probably. Uh, okay. That's why I also wanted to put the game week twenty three captaincy options just in case. Oh yeah, let's do that. Time okay. to cover. Perfect. For game week twenty three, the the average like in the ensemble model, uh, Palmer is leading with five point forty seven. Uh, they okay. are playing against Wolves at home. Uh, yeah. And then we have Watkins in the second place with only zero point zero seven EV between them. So uh, again, is that another like coin flip? And then yeah. we have Gordon in the third place, who is playing against Luton Town at home. And then Isaac oh, yeah. in fourth place, and Solanke in fifth place. So, like players that you usually don't see in this chart, no. I mean, you usually see players like Salah, Haaland, you know, one of the two. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, Watkins and Palmer are usually you know high in EV, but now um, again, they will be the top captain's choice for that game week. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's good for, that you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. But for some also models, good. obviously, fix things. For for example, Holland will get more minutes, so that Holland is their optimal captain. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that indeed the difference between the models, like uh, Fix has Holland, Draft Hound has Foden. So uh, again, could be an interesting week with the people going for different captains. Yep. 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 Yeah. All right. No, that's a good point because. Um, the game week 23 deadline will be quite fast after the game game week 22 after it has finished mm-hmm. so it's good that we covered that now mm-hmm. all right and the final thing to do is a look at our uh, mini league and um, we have now 378 teams in it so thanks everyone for joining and the level is really high because even I, I, you know, I had a decent game week, but I still lost rank in our <laughs> meeting. <league>, so <laughs> it's really frustrating. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you can still join if you want to. The code is 0JSDLA. Um, and I'm also looking forward to the cup games. That will also be interesting. Um, I took a quick look. It starts in game week 30. So that's something to keep an eye on, the cup mm-hmm. games in our mini league. Uh, we have a new leader. It's uh, Burkai Bayraktar with his team TT. Uh, he had a game week score of 69 and a total score of 1,356. And his OR is 262. Um, and that's probably the team we're looking at here, right, Sertov? Yes, that's his team. Okay. All right. So this is our leader. Well done, uh, Burkai. Um, and our former leader, Doom9, had a bit of a rough game week with only 47 points. He dropped now to the number two position, mm-hmm. but he's only two points behind the leader. So it's still quite close. And the number three is Richard Smith with his team, Botman, returns on 1,350 points. So that's quite close as well. 
Uh, well, good luck, everyone. And uh, yeah, sort of. We still need to come up with some prices, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for reminding me. We should probably start working on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we can do it together. We need some FPL optimized swag. Yes, that would be nice. <laughs> Very cool. All right. We'll be working on it. For today, this was it. This was FPL Optimized Podcast, episode number 76. Thanks for listening. Good luck with making your Game Week 22 decisions, and we hope our podcast will help you to achieve a green arrow. Uh, pay attention to the deadlines, as we'll have the FA Cup weekend now first, and then the Game Week 22 deadline is on Tuesday evening. At least that's the evening here in Europe. Uh, so that's quite unusual. Uh, don't miss it. And then after that, the next deadline is already on Saturday for game week 23. So yeah, as Sertop mentioned, uh, for next week, we'll probably have a bit of a different podcast. We'll look at the fixtures. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on that. And uh, you know, do subscribe to our podcast so you will get notified when the next episode is released. And you can also follow us on X. For Sirtop, it's Sirtop Bilal. And for me, it's at Belfi BB. And you can also find FPL Optimized on YouTube. And before I say my line, uh, why don't you say us about your jersey? I see a Morocco jersey on you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Today, <laughs> wearing a Morocco jersey, yeah. I was saying to Sirtop, you know, it's always a bit of a... Uh, last minute thing to think like okay which shirt shall I wear and today uh, I was looking actually in the closet of my in, in the cupboard of my son and then uh, I saw the Morocco shirt I forgot that he had it but he, he had it and I thought with the Afghan cup and Morocco is still in it I thought you know it would be fitting to uh, to wear it today are you rooting so, yeah. for them to win so Morocco well <laughs> now that I you just have the jersey it. <laughs> They're playing against South Africa, so actually, uh, I think uh, I'll, I'll I'll favor uh, South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's <fair>. Sorry, Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And until next time, stay curious and stay analytical. Goodbye. Goodbye.